0: Advil. maybe a second chance hey
1: welcome to stargate second chances a walking through the stargate podcast i'm zach and i'm brent and this is episode 11 where we'll be talking about the season three episode ergo 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 It's a great one it is it's a Fantastic one. I need to say thank you very much to all of the Patreon supporters out there who, especially those of you who voted for Ergo, um, because this was a delightful episode, then it's a delightful episode now. And, you know, Mm -hmm. honestly, and I'll get more of this later, uh, it just uh, hit, being able to watch it now was a good thing for me.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah.
1: So thank you very much, Patreon supporters. We are here because you have helped us.
0: Yep we that's true that. we wouldn't be we wouldn't be talking about ergo if we didn't do that crazy thing that we do with the votes and the such and we didn't do the votes and such without the patreons that's a, and uh, yeah that's how we that's how we're here talking about this now yep uh so brent yeah
1: let's dig into this right yes just a couple yes. of quick things to get yourself centered remember this is directed by peter DeLuise. Mm-hmm. the teleplay was by tor alexander valenza Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a name that we haven't heard for a long time because you sure some haven't that's early right. episodes but not any of the late episodes the original air date for ergo was january 28 2000 wow, so man. that's coming up on 23 years ago <laughs> <I know. laughs> yep yep quite a while ago um uh, the imdb rating for ergo is 7.9
0: Hmm. Uh, I actually
1: kind of expected it to be a little bit higher than that.
0: Thinking about it, well, uh, given the fact that uh, listener Rowan has been such a great resource in, uh, you know, creating those chevron, I, I, I can't. Uh, I can't do the calculation, but I bet you this puts it in the top half of Stargate episodes.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. Um, and we reviewed Ergo the first time. Um, oh gosh, almost exactly. 3 years ago. <laughs> November 30, 2019 is wow, when man. we uh reviewed this and as wow. we record this it's uh November 11, 2022. Yeah. So that was yeah. almost exactly 3 years ago.
0: That's that's bananas. Yeah, um, the the earth was green and good then, wasn't it?
1: Uh you know, this was uh BC. Yeah. Before COVID. Right.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Holy yeah. cow.
1: Yeah. Things were just, you know,
0: green and wonderful and happy. And and we had been podcasting for like a bit over a year at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And now so, here we are. Three years four later. Four and a half years later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, four and a half from, from when we started. Yeah. We started in the summer of 2018. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, Brent. Yeah. Um. Normally, when we do a regular podcast... Uh, I read the synopsis and I prepare all of that. Mm-hmm. But for these second yep. chances, I give you the opportunity uh, uh-huh. to do that.
0: Yeah. And so tell me about Ergo. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this is the part where I also confess that um, when we first started doing second chances, I literally would do this off the cuff. And then I got wise and said, you know what? I better write some things down because otherwise I'm going to kind of forget something. And um, we, we, prepped ourselves for this uh, stargate second chances and uh, uh everything's going hunky-dory and then uh just before we recorded zach says so i noticed that you didn't write a synopsis and i'm like right <laughs> i do that <laughs> so we're gonna return to the era of me just doing it off the cuff yeah so um zach i might need your help I might forget a thing or two but uh but but maybe, but probably not well let's, let's let's give this a shot so ready i am ready Okay, Ergo, this is the one where the SG-1 team go off-world, and uh, the minute that they uh, step through the gate, they find themselves stepping right back through the gate and back into the SGC. Everyone has, like, guns trained on them. There's a couple of Malps uh, sitting there. Uh, General Hammond is in the embarkation room looking at them being like, where have you been? And exactly. he's all like... What, what do you mean? And he's like, you've been gone 12 hours. What? Okay. So then the episode starts and, uh, you know, we don't know what's going on. The team has absolutely no memory of being gone at all. Uh, they undergo extensive medical examinations and only after really looking hard at a particularly weird little pixely spot, they discover it's Dr. Janet Frazier who discovers that. Inside the brains of every single one of the SG-1 teams, there's this little itty-bitty foreign object that appears to be tethered into, tied into their brains. That just sounds like it would hurt. Uh Uh-huh. But there is absolutely no indication of how it got in their brains. That's true. And unfortunately, there's no way that they can get it out without irreparable brain damage that... O'Neill doesn't find too concerning, but everybody else does. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yep. So, um, I don't remember. Why were they put into isolation? I can't remember why they were put in isolation. Maybe just because they just don't know, and they got a strange foreign object in their head. Anyway, they're sitting yeah. around sitting around a really boring-looking conference room, <clears throat> and uh, all of a sudden, they start hearing voices. Well, one voice in particular, but they all hear this voice. Yes. Boring. Boring. Why don't we do something fun? So uh, after hearing the voice, they uh, I think it's Jack who says uh, basically a version of show yourself. And then the voice says, well, fine, since you asked. And here appears a person, basically. Um, yeah. And everybody says, hello, Ergo. And now the adventure begins. Of course, it's played by the absolutely delightful Dom DeLuise and um having watched the oh no we're not we're not doing the analysis analysis anyway so uh, ergo appears and it's very evident that he is uh, a manifestation of their minds however it is peculiar that he is a manifestation of all all of their minds um, over the course of the episode, little pieces of information get to be revealed. Um, you know, Ergo is 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 childlike in his enthusiasm with uh, engaging with the SG One team, and they, on the contrary, are very much not enthused to be engaging <laughs> with Ergo. Yes, and uh, over the course of uh, uh, you know some. Thinking in some scientific processes, even through getting pestered, like uh, being told that uh, she's on the wrong path uh, uh, over and over and over again. Uh, It's determined that, uh, you know, one thing that they could try is to disrupt the um, electronic devices inside their brains with a very powerful EM pulse. Uh, So they shut things down and they try poof, and, um, you know, like. Oh, when's the timer going to go psh, off and uh for a minute they think that they're gonna be fine oh i totally skipped some parts didn't i i skipped the part where everybody's sense of taste was in heightened and they started like eating all the desserts in the commissary that's missed that part that was that was before that wasn't the before moments and and you also missed the uh uh the defibrillator oh yes yes that's right is What's it the uh, defibrillating this. now yeah <laughs> try it <laughs> Deal. no um yeah, so so ergo is basically uh, I think childlike is a good way to say it. He's extremely excited to be engaging with this world. They kind of make the determination that he is a program designed to observe different plant, different worlds, uh, in order to report back. Uh, when asked about the creator of his, of this device, he is immediately talking about how terrible of a of a of creatures that they are, that they'll cut your head open like a can opener and scoop out your brains with a spoon, and um. Yeah, so they're trying. So the SG-1 team is like trying to figure out everything they can do to get this guy out of their heads because they are unable to do what they want to do. They are not able to participate in the Stargate program because so long as they're compromised, they can't do anything. Yep. So they're coming up with different ideas to taking care of it, including the EM pulse. And that almost works until everybody starts singing, Row, Row, Row Your Boat. And then Ergo reappears and they're, dang it. (sighs) Uh. Now, at some point along the line, they had determined, uh, again, earlier in the episode, that. when their mouths had gone through and came back with all these beautiful pictures of a paradise, uh, what was happening was that that image was being falsely projected. And, uh, so they sent a out through and, uh, general Hammond gets on the horn. So like, Hey, this is general George Hammond of the United States air force from the planet earth. Cause that matters. I want to talk to whoever's doing this to our people. And uh, on the other side, uh, <laughs> Answers. uh What was his name? Teflon? No, it was uh, tur ter- 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 Torgo? On? No. tor It was Torgon. Torgon. Wasn't Torgon? Whatever. It, Somebody answers. Yeah. Zach is looking it up. I can just tell. I can just I, tell he's looking
1: it up. You want me to look it up? I I wasn't, but I I, I
0: don't know if it matters. All right. Uh, not,
1: well, it, you keep it, talking, it, and I'll look it up. See if I give you. Okay, an answer. fine.
0: All right. So they said, all right. We you know we want these things out of our heads, and and they revealed that uh, they've been getting pestered by Ergo, and the guy on the other end goes Ergo. How do you know about that? It's like, because he told us. He's interacting with you? Yes. That's a mistake. That's an error. Send back the specimens. So they start to get ready to head on back after saying, yeah, we want this out of our heads. Even though Ergo's like, don't do it. Don't do it. It'll be terrible. It'll be terrible for you. Later, he reveals, it'll be terrible for me. I'm going to die. Which started the conversation about what makes a sentient life form. All right. So we got Jackson and Carter having what was a pretty typical Jackson Carter conversation where the um curious scientist with a with a wonderfully open mind and the curious archaeologist scientist with a pretty wonderfully open mind both kind of say to themselves i don't think we can i don't think we can just just let this happen this, this is this this guy's alive or goes alive togar togar that's it that's it thank you you're welcome and and so they they decide that they're going to go through the gate anyway to get this out of their heads. But while they're there, they meet turg- t- t- uh, Tol- Togar. Tolgar. Togar. Togar. T-O-G-A-R. Okay, Togar. Toga. Toga, with, Toga an with an R. Yeah. Uh, and so that they can get Hugo out. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, they go and they see Togar. And again, it's played by Dom DeLuise. And he can see Ergo because he's got a little you know, Bluetooth headset in his ear. And uh, they pitch, they make the case that um, Ergo is actually sentient. He deserves life. Uh, Togar says that's not going to happen because it requires a host to work. And Daniel suggests that perhaps Togar is the host for Ergo. An idea that Ergo first hates, then comes to... Accept, and so we close the episode with the uh, little nano things being taken out of the brains of the uh, SG One team, put into the brain of Togar, and then Ergo shows right up, and the but the but the SG One team can't see him anymore, and so they depart, and uh, <laughs> they depart in a flash because. Sam was like, hey, by the way, now that we have you, maybe we can do some, uh, or was it Daniel? Maybe we can do some exchange of information. Gone. Gone. <laughs> and uh, we close the episode with, um, I think we close it with uh, with the Dom DeLuises uh, shuffling off, uh, arguing with each other about what they're going to do next. Uh, no, when
1: they get back to, to uh, the, the SGC,
0: yeah. they oh, yeah, lost right. a whole bunch they of forgot. hours yeah. as well. And so yeah, they yeah, have to hours. go back to the infirmary. Yep, that's right. Report to the infirmary. Close scene. So that's that's what this episode was about. Yeah. So you watched it again.
1: Yep. Um my recollection is that you enjoyed it the first time. Yep.
0: Um what'd you think this time? I loved it. I really loved it. Big time. Um, I don't remember the last time that we had an episode that was just going ahead and kind of dial in the comedy to 11. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one was just great. And I also remember little bits about our conversation. So I remember, I think you were mentioning in the commentary, uh, especially in some kind of critical scenes, especially the one in the infirmary, how certain characters who you can see behind Dom when he's when he's doing his thing are like working hard to keep a straight face. Yes. You can see like, there's this uh, there's this guard guy who, I don't know why they, they should have had him turn around, frankly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have him posted there, but have the poor man who's responsible for acting this character literally face away from the camera. So all you got to do is just stand still. You can grin as much as you want. All you have to do is stand still. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, they told him to stand still, look towards the camera, and keep a straight face. And you can just see him working real hard, Especially the line about the can opener. <laughs> can open up your <laughs> head like a can opener and scoop your brains out with a spoon. He's doing his best to keep a straight face. And then the scenes where they were all in the briefing room and um Ergo was sitting next to Fraser and you can see uh um Terrell Rothery's uh, like her eyes just just I mean you can just see she is dealing with the consequence of wanting to laugh by just kind of pushing all of her emotion out of her eyes mm-hmm. like they just kind of get bigger and bigger like <laughs> like she she keeps the face still like her 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 lips don't quiver up but uh, her eyes just get real, real big. And she's blinking really hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was super fun. And so one of the things that um, I didn't like was the ending, the ending, I forgot how the ending end, happened, but it really does wrap up kind of clunky. It's not, it's not that smooth. Um, it's a little like, uh, you know, it felt like almost like a Scooby-Doo episode where at the end, uh, you know, the simple suggestion is the one that the guy goes with. Like, you know who is togar we don't know and we don't ever find out and clearly he's an amazingly sophisticated individual is he part of a race of amazingly sophisticated individuals is he just a lone actor doing things um we don't know and we never find out and so the 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 borderline godlike quality of togar you know assuming he is all by himself right uh is it feels a little disingenuous to have uh you know some earthlings pop up and be like, actually, sir, your computer device is sentient and you should implant it in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since it seems to represent the opposite of you. You know, for the experience. Zach, I gotta tell you, if I was suddenly subjected to 24/7 presence of anti Brent. I would get exhausted so fast. <laughs> so fast. I would hate that. Yeah. I would I get absolutely that. hate that. So if I were
1: Togar, I would have totally been like, yeah, sure. Okay. Load him yeah. up into my brain. And now, <laughs> you're gone. Yep. Yep. Sorry, oh, yeah, Ergo.
0: He's, <laughs> he's totally <laughs> nice here. Day. He's totally here. That last line, though, that last scene where, you know, how do we know that you, that you actually did it? And I can't remember what Togar says, but, you know, he's basically snipping back at Ergo for interrupting him or something. And that, uh, you know, Daniel and Jacko, yeah, he, he's there. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I don't think I, I'm with you. I don't think I could have lasted very long with with a anti or opposite Zach in my head um, all the time. That would drive me up a wall. And uh, if I had the technology to
0: make that stop, I would totally do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he clearly so does. The, and so the ending, I think, was a little bit clumsy. I did think it was at least humorous and interesting that uh, they decided to let Dom play a um, a straight man, for lack of a better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that he can't, but like, you know, we're very used to Dom DeLuise being the boisterous character that Ergo uh, is. And so having him also on screen playing the stoic and it was still funny. Like he was still playing it up for laughs. Like there were lines and methods of delivery. He was, he was saying these things with the intention of being a bit absurd with some of the things, but it was funny. Yeah. Um, he's got, he's a legend because he's got an amazing sense of timing and humor um, and how to, and how to say words for maximum laughs. Like the guy's just amazing. Um, but watching him play Ergo was just Amazing, just just the light, just an absolute light. I don't remember when we well, first off, it's about three years since we talked about this one. I don't remember how much ad libbing um, Dom DeLuise was doing, and and if you even talk, if you and I even talked about it, but I got the sense that there was a lot of it. Almost
1: the, everything he did was ad lib. Yeah, um, you know, there was certainly uh, plenty of you know th- there there were points right. You, you had to get from from this point to that point, but uh, you know, you can get there however you want to get there. Um, You know that, but most, most everything, mostly what they did is they just like, let him be on stage and improvise stuff. Yeah. And then they just filmed it all and they, they made it a story later.
0: (laughs) Yep. Which, and as I'm thinking about it, like it definitely feels like that. The story itself was pretty dang boring hmm. right the story was boring but i don't care <laughs> i don't care at all because this wasn't really about the story this was just the setup to let dom de be dom de
1: and uh, he was successful oh
0: my gosh i loved it i thought so too all yeah. right so that's generally where i'm at with that what about you about you know how many first off how many times have you watched this episode oh and then what did you think about this time I would guess that I have seen
1: this episode in the range of 10. Yeah. 10 times? Yeah. Um yeah. so I still love this episode, right? Um mm-hmm. that said it's also not um like when I watch it, it's not so much that it's still funny. It's that I watch it and I remember when it was funny. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. And 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 it still delights me. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, cuz like it's like you watch a comedian, a stand-up comedian the first time and like you're watching a an HBO special or something like that, sure. right? And yeah. you watch it, and you just bust a gut laughing. It is so funny. You get tears going yeah. down your eyes, and you're like, "This is amazing." And you you take it to one of your friends who wasn't there to watch it, and says, "This is amazing. You got to watch it." And you watch it again, and you're like, "Yes, this is still funny, but it's yeah. not the same hit." Yeah. Right. I've seen yeah. this enough times that uh, you know the, the the scoop your brain out with the spoon and and it, it's hilarious, but I'm not laughing out loud with it anymore.
0: Yeah, sure, yeah.
1: Um, but still, uh, as I kind of hinted at at the beginning of this episode, Brent, um, you know, you know that that I'm going through a lot of challenging things professionally yep. right now. Yep. Um, I am in the process of changing occupations from yep. one place to another. Uh, and it's just that Stressful. process is never, never easy. No. Even when it's desired. Um, yes. And, and so just to be able to sit back today after a long week and knowing that uh, uh, tomorrow I've got a long meeting on a Saturday that I don't want to be at, that I don't yeah. really need to be at, other than the fact that I need to be there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Because we're going to be talking about things for the the place that I was, and I'm going to be gone in 10 days. It doesn't yep. matter anymore. So, you yeah. know, just with all of that going on, to just be able to sit back on the couch and watch Ergo. Yeah. And just like, oh, yay. It was just... Yep. It, it was just nice. It was just... Com- comforting it was just pleasant it was yeah it was uh, you know I I, I I don't have a lot of uh, technical things to talk about with this episode right no. um the there there's not even a whole lot that you know i mean I, I don't need to bring that up. I mean, today I was just a day that I just got to sit back and watch an episode. That's a good episode. That's a great episode that really just gets the characters being the characters fully. And you know, it the story is very simple. It is, yep. but in the midst of that simple, it's it's enough there to hold what this episode is trying to do. And it's just to be silly and to make you smile, make you laugh, make you feel good. Um, and while I didn't really laugh out loud anymore uh, much this time around because I've seen it so many
0: times, it made me feel good. I've got a question for you, Zach. Yeah. I'm about to tap into your expertise here. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no.
0: You've got this. Trust me. <laughs> okay. Um, because while you've seen the episode 10 ish times, how many times have you seen the director's commentary?
1: A few. Um, uh, a few times
0: yeah. uh, i don't know not 10 sure of course not but you know more than more than once more than once um is it peter who did the commentary for this one i i did not watch the commentary this time around
1: so no, i don't know for sure okay. i believe so um
0: the, the 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 question is and i have no idea if peter answered it um side note was uh, was was gary jones on this one do you know <laughs> was this was it probably not i don't think because so. Yeah, because, um, you know, as we know from our conversation, uh, that apparently Gary was there to uh, to to talk about everything other than the episode. And this seemed like a very poor episode to talk about something other than the episode. Yeah. Um, With all of the uh, all of the gags that they filmed. Right. So so you've got your your general theme for the scene. (laughs) And you set up your cameras, and you put your actors in their places, and they say their lines, and then Dom Luiz just goes. And just, just, just He just goes. <laughs> um, and you, you cut up the pieces to make your story, and you p- pick the best ones. How do you think it feels to be the son of the guy trying to come up with the best bits of that guy? Oh, do you good. think that it was... Yeah, do you think it was an easy job or I think it was probably it might have been a hard job because you'd think maybe not maybe 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 not, Um, maybe uh, Peter had enough experience with Dom that like when Dom was being Dom, Peter was like making like mental notes or maybe literal notes of like oh yeah no that's that's the joke I want and this one that one you know what I mean like
1: yeah I I mean. I don't know. I, I suspect that there probably was some added difficulty to it, but uh, we already know that Peter DeLuise is actually a pretty solid director, yep. uh, and he knows his dad pretty well, apparently likes his dad pretty well, yeah. um, and works well with his dad, right? So, in and, and Peter is as much a jokester as Dom is. Uh, Dom might have a little bit more... Uh, on-screen savvy than Peter does but uh, they're both jokesters Uh, so then it's just a matter of once you get what's on the the film um, now Peter's job when this is his job as the the director um, is to the the editors get their their say in this too but it is to take this and and, uh, tell the story Yep. And then, you know, you tell the story and you uh, put the jokes in there that are the ones that help you tell your story. And are the best. And are usually the best. Not always. Sometimes you get a really good joke and like, that's a great joke, but it doesn't quite fit in like, like I'm going this direction. And if I tell that joke, I angle that way too much. And yeah. I, I can't get back to where I need to be. And then you let that funny joke hit the floor. Uh, yep. And that is a sad day, but it is still uh, a day.
0: Do you think they have, I bet you they do. I bet you they have all the film. Um, I bet you they do. I, I would bet that Peter has that somewhere. Yeah.
1: Um, or at least a goodly large chunk of it. Uh,
0: yeah. Maybe for the inevitable 25th uh, anniversary Blu-ray a- a- edition. There'll be like outtakes galore for Ergo.
1: Oh, that could be, that would be delightful. I, of I course would, it would. I, I would love to watch all of the
0: outtakes. Every last Every one of them. Every last Absolutely. one of them from this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Though no, this one, this one was a hoot, man. Um, so, so arbit, so light on the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So 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 just skimming on the surface, but it it was good. It was so one other thing that uh, I knew, but you know Gary, when our conversation with Gary Jones, he he confirmed. Um, you know the the job of uh of a supporting actor is to set up the main actor, right? right. Um, yep. You know your best supporting cast is there in order to let your stars be stars, and. Um, actually you know on reflecting on that part of the conversation i think i'm kind of realizing why like the best supporting actor or actress category exists in awards shows right like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. your best actor is going to be your best actor for actor reasons and your best supporting actor is going to be supporting actor because their work lets the actor shine and and those in the craft probably can see it for what it is like like this performance wouldn't be anywhere near as good if it wasn't for this supporting actor also being there in the scene. Right. Do you think, you know, do you think that um, any of the cast was anything other than delighted to play second fiddle to Dom? Because he, he, he is the star of this episode. Yeah. He's just flat out the star. And uh, everything revolves around him telling his jokes, and it's great. It's super great. But it uh, think I would of that. say, I, I would say that they probably just enjoyed
1: uh, being with him because, yeah. from what I hear, uh, he is not only a very funny man, but just a delightful man. Yeah. Um, and to just be in that environment where you have a guy who's only goal right now is to try to make you laugh yep um or try to make you want to laugh but
0: not laugh because you're (laughs) supposed to be a character who shouldn't be laughing (laughs) because you are cursed cursed by the director who said guess what you get to do you know what i wonder if that guy that actor like like ticked peter off or lost a bet or something (laughs) (laughs) you get to be in frame looking towards the camera and you don't get to crack a smile good luck (laughs) Uh, you know i
1: i have a sneaking suspicion that that no he didn't do anything to piss off (laughs) peter (laughs) but i do think that peter probably had a sadistic pleasure (laughs)
0: In setting that up for him. (laughs) Can I please turn around? No, no, no. no, I need you in the frame. You're really balancing out the shot here. It looks great. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we're going to need another take. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, The only thing that I had to, you know, think about for this second chances episode is simply the question of, of, uh, uh, what makes a life, a life, you know, how do you make, Oh yeah. Determine determination. Um, I, I do know that we talked at least something about that the first time around. Um, and you know, I, 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 I don't care. Do you want to talk about it or not?
0: Uh, the, uh, I found like the checklist that Carter and Jackson were going through. I had, I'd forgotten the checklist. And I don't, re- I forgot that fear of death was on the checklist. And I don't remember ever hearing fear of death being a prerequisite for sentience. Um, I, I, I found it interesting. Obviously, it was a major part of the story. Sure. Um, because Ergo is afraid to die, that is the thing that kind of makes him go, oh, he's sentient. But it was, it, I, I did enjoy hearing the checklist, like, you know, the rundown of, of, of things that, that they were kind of going through made me think that somebody kind of cooked up that checklist at some other point, not in show, but elsewhere. Um, but yeah, that one, it was secondary. It was, I think that, you know, <laughs> it felt like the whole last five minutes were like obligatory, <laughs> because you couldn't, you couldn't end with like ergo just being around. Like, how do you get? It's hilarious that he's in their heads. You got to get him out of their heads because you've got another episode to make, and you can't have Dom de Luis on every week. Um, so you got to figure out a way to get him out, and you can't kill him off. Yeah, <laughs> you cannot kill off ergo (laughs) no 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 so it felt like this weird construct of a way to end it uh, you know like let's let's have it be a conversation about his sentience or something and then like hang our hats on that and convince the guy that he should live inside his brain (laughs) right yeah yeah. (laughs) it yeah i i mean again this ending felt it it the ending's not good i don't think the ending's good at all but I don't I just don't care. I don't care. 5 minutes of an, of them obviously having to wrap it up because they have to wrap it up didn't seem to diminish the 39 other minutes of just pure delight.
1: Well, and then they ended off and and this is this is what what makes it work is that when they you know, they uh Carter or Daniel, whomever it is, says, Hey, let's establish a relationship. Yeah. And before they can get that information even out, uh you know, Torg Togar blinks his eyes and they <laughs> disappear. Yep. And then yep. we go back through the wormhole and everything that happened there has been wiped from their brains. They don't remember it yep. and now they have to go back to the infirmary. So just yep. that 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 last tag um, just makes all the other stuff that happened that that is kind of weak sauce, as you said. Uh, just it's fine because we ended up matter. with one more joke, and we got to smile and laugh, and we go, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, you know, absolutely. yeah. Um, so I have some thoughts from our original. Uh, Ooh. Uh, now before I do that, yeah. I want to know how many chevrons you're going to give this yes. episode now.
0: Yeah, um, I think this is going to be an easy answer for me. It's seven. Now I don't remember how many chevrons I gave it before. I'm sure I gave it a good number, but I bet you I probably got hung up on the ending, and I might have gotten hung up on some of the some of the stuff in the middle. But today, it's it's just let's watch Dom DeLuise be Dom DeLuise. Yep. It was great. It was so much fun. I was chuckling at all the appropriate spots. I really liked watching him play that character. I really, 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 really liked watching all the actors around him try to not react around him. <laughs> it was excellent. Yeah. So much fun. Um, and, yeah, the the ending is silly. Like, it's not, a, it's not a good ending. But I don't care. I don't care. It's Dom DeLuise. Is Dom DeLuise playing Ergo? Yep. I probably will watch. Every time I have a chance to watch this episode, I'm probably going to take it.
1: You know, most people who do have an opportunity to watch this episode, watch it.
0: Yep. Yep. Okay. What about you? Uh, seven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't need to, you know, talk a lot about that or wax poetic or anything like that. It's just, it's a seven, right? Yep. Um, it's just a delightful episode. Okay. Here is what you said. Okay. You said I love comedic episodes and was just going along with it. A good time, yep. A whole bunch of great little moments. The story was fine. It worked.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm consistent at least.
1: Yep. the The improv while keeping a tight story is a testament to Dom DeLuise. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: Yep. Uh, so those are some of the quotes. For you, um, yep. me, I said I love this episode. It's lots of fun. Amazes me that with all of the improv that the story is still tight, yep. uh, which is still true. Uh, I'm delighted by this. Makes me smile. Um, wrestling with giving it a six or a seven, apparently. Uh, and then I decided huh. to give it a seven. Uh, uh-huh. And you... Yeah. Um... Well, I'll get come back to that. Uh, other things oh, yeah. we talked about. We did talk about the philosophy. We talked about <laughs> Rene de, Descartes. I think, therefore, I am. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. You know, yeah. the I in this statement is the important starting point. Right? Cogito, ergo, sum. Yeah. Uh, I, ergo, uh, ergo. You've got all of that stuff there. Yep. Uh, yep. We talked about non-human sentience and how it is challenging when we... Uh, end here rather than starting there and then expanding. Yeah, things get complicated. Now, you gave everybody gray hairs because you did not give it a seven. (laughs) But you did not give it a six either. Wait, what did I give it? You gave this episode, one of only a couple of times, a partial rating. Oh, I broke my own rule for this one. But but it's worse than that. So you didn't even just go 6.5. No, 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 no. You went 6.75. <laughs> <laughs> and then you created a rule, Brent. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, oh no. you, you, you created a rule that if Dom DeLuise is ever in an episode, it gets a half chevron, a partial chevron. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I, oh um, but 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 there's more. Oh there's but more but there's more what the heck so so no no it wasn't for this episode here, but but because we re-listened this and got this uh little tidbit of you uh only partial chevrons for Dom Deloise. Yeah. We looked through and we realized that you have in fact given a partial chevron twice uh-huh <laughs> the second one takes place about six episodes after ergo oh my gosh I'm so... you gave it a six i think it was a 6.5 um and there were no doms in that episode are you sure i am positive there were unash but no doms there was unash, a dion okay, but not a dom I mean,
0: we're I mean, we kind of close. No, cl- mm. no, close only counts in horseshoes and hand exactly. Okay, all right, fine. Oh. So I broke the rule. Absolutely, that I gave a partial score to an episode that did not feature a Dom de Louise. Yes. Is there like some penance that I have to do to, to, to get good again, or or? Um, I think that
1: uh, you're just going to have to give a num- enough half chevron ratings moving forward that it makes up for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
1: uh, uh, i got i got a feeling i'm gonna disappoint you there i know <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. There, oh. there there is no penance that one must do um but uh, uh julie said that i had to bring it up and talk oh, about yes. it. Uh, yes absolutely. Oh, absolutely and and rib you just a little bit
0: oh so, yeah so no, now consider yourself properly ribbed uh no that's that's uh, that that's fine. You know I I'm I'm surprised. I wonder was I still No cuz we already had seen Bane by this point cuz this is season 3. Yeah. Um I think I was still operating under the rule that uh that that's that sevens only belonged to either heights of television as Bane is or um television that makes me weep. I think was my rule back then. Mm. Like something that's just so profound and this wasn't it. This was a really fun episode. Now, I'm happy to give it a seven today because I I now appreciate it within the context of the show in a better way. Yep. And yeah, it's, again, every single time, if if chance has it that it's on the television, I'm going to find an excuse to sit around and watch it because <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah. He's so good. Yep. Um so there you have it, dear
1: listener. Yeah, uh, those are our thoughts on the second viewing for Brent of Ergo yep. and my uh, more than second viewing of it. <laughs> um, you know, you feel free to tell us what you think. You can email yeah. us at walking through the at gmail.com uh, was there something in what we said or in your uh, most recent viewing of this episode that uh, needed to be, uh, elucidated. Uh, yep. that's a fun word. I'm gonna talk it about It is, that, it's you a know. good word. Uh, you know, you can uh, also find us on Facebook. Uh, yep. we're walking through the Stargate Facebook page and group. Find us on the discords. Um, yes. and go to our website, wtts.space space. Uh, to find the link to the discords and yep. uh, join us there and have fun, fun conversations. It's
0: good, it's a lot of fun.
1: Yep. Uh, That's all I got.
0: So. I mean, that's all that needs to be said. Yep, It's Ergo. It's
1: Ergo and Dom DeLuise. And it's brilliant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant.
1: So on his brilliance, I say I'm Zach. And I'm Brent. And this has been Stargate Second Chances, a Walking Through the Stargate podcast. See you next time.
0: Bye.